Imagine building a more successful hypnosis business just in the next 10 days. To learn how, please visit worksmarthypnosis.com and take the 10-day hypnosis business challenge. Yours free today. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Welcome back. It's session number 11, an interview with Kelly Woods. I've got to admit that actually when I first started to put together this podcast series, uh, Kelly is actually one of the first people I reached out to uh, through Facebook to interview. And uh, luckily through way of benefit of both of us being at HypnoThoughts Live 2014 in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, got to sit down with her at her table and uh, actually chat about some projects that she's got going on as well. Some of you may know Kelly. She's a moderator on HypnoThoughts. She's also a part of the Hope Coaching Program. If you go back to session number two with Michael Elner, Specifically, though, and I'm realizing as I'm actually looking at her website recording this introduction, somehow the Pacific Northwest has infiltrated the podcast. Uh, Session number 10, Roy Hunter, and session 11 with Kelly Woods, both from Washington State. Hmm, subconscious trend going on. Kelly does a lot of fabulous work with uh, kids and pediatric hypnosis, and specifically um, what you're going to hear about in this interview is a project that I would perhaps estimate that maybe 50% of the audience listening in um, will immediately directly benefit from. And of course, all of us at the end of it will greatly benefit from this as well. Specifically that uh, about a year ago, and you'll hear the story in the interview, uh, Kelly opened up a Facebook group called Hypnotic Women, uh, which just began to grow and morph. And there's an amazing book that was just recently published as well as awards that were given at the recent convention, plus, in addition to that, uh, organization of scholarships, and I'm sure much, much more to come. So if you are listening to this podcast and you are female, well, there you go. Uh, Hop onto Facebook, look up Hypnotic Women, and there's a wonderful opportunity for you, just a wonderful network that's growing. Uh, Here we go, session number 11, an interview with Kelly Woods. It all started when I was born because I used to be a child. No, actually, um, in especially in the last decade, decade or so, I've really started to focus on pediatric hypnosis. It seems to be such a rewarding area for hip, hypnotists to work in because we're helping a child learn how to gain mastery over self at an early time in their life so that they can take those tools with them as they grow. And being able to make a difference that early, I mean, what better thing is there? So um, I have child clients coming in to my office that present with all kinds of issues. I have to say that predominantly, especially when we're talking about a little bit older children and teenagers, anxiety seems to be the number one problem that is, is appearing recently. And I found that, again, that's a theme that I've also seen in my office, too. And just, I'm sure the style is probably similar in some ways, but often very different. But to introduce to a child that age, even as young as six or seven, or even as teenagers, 13, 14, 15, 
just that theme of you have much more control over how you feel than you've ever thought possible. That at that young age to hear options rather than, and I say this not to ever point towards specific conditions or anything like that, but oftentimes they're given a sentence of this is what you are and this is what your issue is going to be. And we're there now to present options and different strategies and begin to change that dynamic even within their own minds. That's an excellent point that, that you just made, Jason. And, you know, so often they'll arrive and they have been told precisely that, how wrong they are. Because if they've had disruptive behavior or, or unwelcome behavior in some way, then they're constantly being corrected and the attention has gone towards that behavior. So one of the very first things that we do is to reframe that perspective and let them hear, not just from us, but from themselves, how wonderful they are. How, how many gifts that they have inside, and we can help them discover those treasures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And always curious to talk the practical sides of things, too. How is it that you find most of the children, most of the pediatric clients you have coming in? They come from a number of resources. I'd say the majority of them actually come from current clients. Once an adult has experienced success with, with a hypnotherapist, then their, almost their next natural thought is, hey, this might work for a child in my life, whether it's their own or, or a relative or even a friend's. And it's that way that we have our way of working our way through a family sometimes. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> and, you know, I think that it's important to keep in mind that often working with children requires that you work in a systemic way. Mm-hmm. I just recently had, and this is very young, a three-year-old coming into the office who um, mother complained that he was incessantly scratching his eczema. And his three-year-old was delightful. And the mother was anxiety-ridden. And so I was able to actually turn that session into a family session and have some great resolution within it. So um, children don't arrive where they are independent. Right. <laughs> I, I hate to reference the... My biggest lesson for that was years of working through high school and also going through uh, working at uh, theme parks and watching the dynamics and going, okay, so that's, that's where it's coming from. <laughs> but it's that interesting thing of I can recall one time working with a child in my office and I believe using kind of a lighter variation of parts therapy and pulling out different parts, using the kid's imagination to draw it in. And the suggestion then was, that part of you with conflict, let that part of you have a name. And he very loudly, very directly says, Mom. And it's yes. the session I'm thinking, I am so glad she's in the other room right now. And that gap between how do we now begin to change that dynamic of that family and getting him. Actually, it was the eight-year-old suggesting, hey, Mom, you should do this too. So turning the negative now into the positive. Great example. And I think that, of course, we have all the tools that we use with our adult clients. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that we will just change them to suit the development age mm-hmm. of, of the younger client. And, you know, their strength is that they're open to what we do. They, for the most part, don't have any preconceived um, fears or doubts about it. Mm-hmm. And, and often they have expectation if they're a little bit older. And so it's so fun to show them the hypnotic phenomena and get them on board just with that. And with the younger kids, you know, um, Nathan Welch and I wrote the book Secrets of the River, which you kindly purchased from us. Thank you. And Nathan talks about just jumping in their cognitive taxi. And, and I love that because we jump in their taxi. We jump into their imagination with them. 
and then we collaboratively find the solutions. And this is truly where we're teaching a child how to discover the answers for themselves instead of just expecting one more adult to try to fix them. And anybody who works with children, I often find the question popping up of how much of a spirit of play do you bring into the atmosphere of change with them? Well, I think that it's essential to have fun. And I believe it's essential to have fun no matter who you're working with, but in particular with children, because that's going to capture their attention. You'll have it right there. You won't have to worry about establishing rapport or making them listen to you. Once you engage them in some sense of play, the fun begins. Did you begin hypnosis with the goal of working with children quite a bit, or is that something that developed over the years? It's something that developed over the years. I think as as I got uh, more skills and became more confident, then I started working with children. They actually started arriving to me, and it really began, I studied martial arts for 13 years. So I started finding children in our dojo were having anxiety, were having fear, were having some pain issues, and so they started to access my services, and that really started the ball rolling. Excellent. And the project that I really want to chat with you about here is Hypnotic Women. And it's this fascinating project. There's this massive, wonderful theme of collaboration that's coming about from a lot of the organizations and a lot of different projects where here's a book with multiple authors. Tell us a bit of an overview of what the Hypnotic Women Project's all about. Well, Hypnotic Women is a private Facebook group that I founded a little over a year ago. It's grown to nearly 500 members to date. And these are not only females who work in hypnosis, but they are skilled, dynamic, upbeat, positive ladies like I've never seen before. And so we have this forum where we share and we connect and we have fun. Late last year, we came up with the idea. Sherry Hood was actually the one who suggested it, and and then I started to facilitate it, of collecting um, contributions from the women in the group and compiling a book. And so we did. Over the winter, they were submitted. I edited them, and we now have this wonderful book of hypnotic women stories and suggestions, inductions, and we've been selling it on Amazon, and we have them here for sale at Hypnothoughts Live. All profits from this project are going towards a scholarship fund. So I'll be announcing after the conference uh, details on that. And women who work in hypnosis can submit an application to receive a $250 grant towards any hypnotic education. So we're just paying that forward and helping other women in the industry through our book sales and our pins that we had here today. And who knows what other future projects. Yeah. So the journey of that was just from Facebook group to someone suggesting a book and then just letting it roll from there. Right. And, you know, it's really interesting because I think I've discovered in the last decade of my life that things come to fruition when they have the correct intent. And even from the very start of the Hypnotic Women group to this book, it was the intent of it was sharing and giving without expectation of getting anything more than the reward that you get from that. And because of that, it's been a success. I I totally believe in that. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast at worksmarthypnosis.com. Please visit the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast listing on iTunes and share your positive feedback.